Good evening, everyone. It's great to be here to share the Lord's word with you. We'll be taking a look at the gospel lesson tonight to um, hear from the Lord. And I think what we're going to see here is that um, he has given us a very special way to look at ourselves. Because we sometimes think that we don't have the gifts or talents that we would like to have. We think that sometimes we don't fit in, even in a church body, we feel like we don't fit in somehow, in some way. But in this text, the Lord is going to show that we do have a very special way to fit in. In a very unexpected way, I think that, uh, and how he's going to demonstrate that to us. Now there was, um, uh, there's a verse in Philippians chapter uh, three, verse 10. And I think it gets at the heart of what um, you know, Paul was trying to achieve for himself in a relationship with Christ. And to be, see how close that he could get with Christ. You could hear this man, all he wanted to do was to find a way that he could share Christ and be a witness to Christ in whatever he could do. And I love what he said here. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow to attain to the resurrection from the dead. And I love that first part. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings. Lent is a time for us to take a look at Jesus on the way to the cross, only to be raised three days later. What a message for us as a church to talk about the risen Christ. He has risen from the dead. Knowing and believing that Jesus was risen from the dead changes our lives. It has to. Because the scripture says that God comes and dwells in us right here. The Son dwells in us. The Spirit dwells in us. And when we have that inside of us, what a meaning and purpose God gives to us in our lives. When we look at the text for tonight, it was just six days before the Passover. The next day, Jesus would enter Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. And just before this chapter, Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. An impossible thing to do. It's great that Jesus was able to heal so many different people. But the thing that becomes our greatest enemy in this life is death. Because when I breathe my last, is that all there is? Is that all? But listen to what Jesus said in chapter 11, as he was talking to Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies, and whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Amazing words. I am the resurrection. 
I am the life. Our whole being begins with the Lord Jesus Christ. The resurrection gives power for our living. And then he said, he who believes in me will live, even though he dies. So if I die, I'm still alive. My body dies, but my spirit is still alive. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Never. So when I breathe my last, it's not the end. It's just the beginning in eternity with God in Jesus Christ. See, and that's the context that we look at tonight with Jesus and Martha's and Lazarus and Mary's place. There's a dinner that was given in the honor of Jesus, in Jesus' honor. How could they not celebrate? Lazarus is alive. And then Mary did something that seemed to be a little odd here. She took about a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume. She poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. The oil is usually placed on somebody's head, not on the feet. And there was somebody there that was in opposition to what she did with Judas. He objected and said, why wasn't this perfume sold and the money given to the poor? It was worth a year's wages. He did not say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief and as keeper of the money, of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put into it. But then Jesus places in the context what Mary was doing for him. And perhaps Mary didn't even understand what was going on, why she even did that. Jesus said, leave her alone. It was intended that she should save his perfume for the day of my burial. You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. It was intended. There was a purpose to it, maybe an unusual purpose, but God intended Jesus to have this perfume poured on his feet by Mary, that she should save it for the day of my burial. The role for Jesus wasn't going to end with this dinner that day. He was looking ahead to the next week with great opposition coming his way. The point that on Monday or Thursday he was going to be Afterwards, he would be betrayed. He would be condemned by the Pharisees. 
his religious leaders, other religious leaders. Maybe on a good Friday, he would bear our sins. But we call it Good Friday because that's a great day for us that Jesus came and died for our sins. And what Jesus is saying here about Mary, it was intended that she should save this perfume for the day of my burial. Because that day was necessary for us. There was a purpose to what Mary was doing. Even though to her it seemed like it was insignificant or to others around it might have been insignificant. What meaning could that possibly have had? But Jesus, looking ahead to that week that was to come, he was so focused on God that he said, this is for my burial. There are a lot of ministries that we can undertake. Helping the poor is one of them. But we don't ignore one ministry for the other. And we focus on what Jesus was doing that week. He came to give us life. You will always have the poor, but you will not always have me. Not always have him in the way that he was at that time, walking around with them, mingling with them, eating with them. He ascended into heaven. And the Holy Spirit was given to empower the church, to empower each of us to do, to be, to do that witnessing for Christ. A simple thing like this, taking some, a pint of perfume and pouring it on Jesus' feet became a great ministry that even speaks to this day. And there is a witness that we have through Mary that Jesus is pointing out to each of us. Nobody here is insignificant. What you do is not insignificant. Jesus went to the cross for each of us. He's the one that gives us meaning and purpose in life. No matter how young, no matter how old we are, we're always called by God to give that witness. A witness that simply says, Jesus died for your sins on the cross. He was raised to life. So you could always be with him, always. No matter what's going on in here, God's always there for you. Maybe we don't always think it's there, he's there. Maybe we don't always feel that he's there. But God's presence in our life does not depend upon our feelings, which can change throughout the day. It's a, it depends upon his promise. Jesus said, I will be with you always to the end of the age. Always. 
He knows your thoughts. He knows your feelings. He knows what's going on here. He knows what's going on here. He knows where we've been. And he knows where we're going. And the great thing about God is that I don't have to know where I'm going. I would love to. But if God is leading as he is, what does it matter where we go? As individuals or as a church, let him take us wherever he's going to lead us. And we've got all of history heading towards the last day. Everything that's being done in this world here with God is trying to reach out with the Spirit to lead us, but to convict others to come to faith in Him. And that's where we stand as God's people. How can we not want to share what Jesus has done? So here he is, the resurrection and life. That if I live in him, believe in him, I will pass on a judgment to eternal life itself. And so will you. So no matter where you are right now in your walk with God, God is there. He is never going to leave you. And again, just concentrate on what he has done for you. That cross means so much. It's at that cross that you find a Lord, Lord that says he will always be there because he died for your sins. And the great thing about God's love and forgiveness that he forgives and forgets. And it's hard for us to say, I, will for I forgive you, but you know, there's something that I, I just can't forget about that. When we think about that, that's not the, the forgiveness that we all want and need. Because forgiveness means that he forgives and will not remember your sin. And it's at such a point that if you were to say to God right now, Lord, forgive me for my sins, for whatever sin it might be, and an hour later say, Lord, you think about it, Lord, please forgive me for that. What would God say to you? <laughs> forgive you for what? I don't remember. It's gone. And when we know that and believe that and live that way, that's how we can make such an impact on the people around us, your family, your friends, neighbors. Because we have the greatest message that this world could ever hope for. 
that Jesus Christ came into this world to die for your sins and was raised to life so you could always live for God in this life and the life to come. And that nobody has to be alone. Nobody needs to think their life has no meaning or purpose because in Jesus, that's where we find our meaning and purpose and only in him. So I just really encourage each of you to keep your eyes focused on this Lord of ours. See, we are in a great position. We know what the outcome is. <laughs> we have quite a witness the Old Testament. We have also the New Testament. So many more words of comfort from God. And this is what we offer the Lord. For the Lord offers us through faith. That in him we walk, in him we have our being, in him we have our hope. And in him we have eternal life. Because he is a resurrection and a life. As he said about Mary, she did this for my burial. He was intently going to the cross for your sins. If we can hear the words of Job, that I know that my Redeemer lives, and on the last day, he, the Lord Jesus Christ, is going to come back here. He's going to take a stand on the face of this earth. And even after this skin is destroyed and gone, yet it's going to be from this flesh that I'm going to see God. That is the witness that we have for the world. And I don't want to take anybody's faith for granted. I just want to leave you with one last thought. When Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life, he who believes in me will live, even though he dies, and whoever lives and believes in me will never die. And then he asked, do you believe this? I'm going to ask each of you here tonight, do you believe this? If you have any doubts, just look to God here in Jesus. He came for you. It will always be there. Amen.